Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. I'm your host, Dr. Matt Townsend, your life coach, your guide on the side. Welcome to the program, everybody. Hey, we got a great show for you today. You know, you ever tried to uh, start a business from home? No big deal. How hard could that be? Only billions of people start businesses every day. And apparently they don't succeed. But today we're going to give you some tools to make sure your home business opportunities have at least, you know, somewhere to grow. Sometimes just trying to start one at home. I mean, I've tried to start one. I start. I try to start one every night. I'm an author. Don't know if you know that. And I'm supposed to, I have a book that I'm supposed to be writing right now as we speak. It's supposed to be done with a little, you know, primer on it. And I just can't find time or place or ability to write. So am I an author if I never write? I have written, so I've, you know, obviously one one book makes you an author. However, uh, my wife always gets mad at me and says, don't tell people you're writing a book if you're not actually writing a book, which I find rude because I am hypothetically writing a book. I'm a hypothetically doing a lot of things. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm hypothetically, by the way, an NFL analyst. Really? I'm a National, Ge- National Geographic photographer. Are you really? Yeah. Hypothetically. hypothetically. With your new iPhone? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hypothetically only that. today. Well, actually, it wasn't. It wasn't hypothetically. It was just pathetically. Today, I spoke. I influenced. I'm a politician today. I wow. influenced the Utah State Legislature. I spoke to all their spouses today. <laughs> to all their spouses. And I went on a little rant or two. Oh. And they were all like, "Yes, we are with you on your rant." Good. So I guess too, I'm a politician. That's I'm hypothetically, hypothetically a talk show host. Uh, I think you are a talk show host. Well, you'd think so, but sometimes it just feels like I'm just talking to myself. Oh, okay. Maybe, and, well, but we, that's we then, can leave, and you can fulfill that. Well, then I just turn up my little button, and I can hear that, <laughs> what you guys are saying. Oh, it's weird. Okay. Not even hypothetical. Home businesses. Have any of you ever started a home business? Any of you? Uh, nope. Are you no. kidding? Have you guys ever heard of multi-level marketing? Yes. <laughs> Direct sales. Yeah. Yep. I, I avoid those. Because I have a presentation I'd like to do for you guys after the show. Um, You know, uh, yeah, I can't make it. And you can't? No. Will there be a free dinner? No. Ooh. But oh, okay, no, if you okay. start the business and do it correctly, you're going to have a lot of free things. <laughs> you're going to have so much money. <laughs> and all you need to do is if you can get three people who get three people who get three people, you'll be a millionaire. That sounds really easy. It's that easy. Wow. It's that simple. Wow. It's as simple as three, three, three. Mm-hmm. Well, then you got to get your three to get three. Wow. But, and then they got to get three who get three. And then eventually compounding, there's like nine billion people involved. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. But then you're selling something valuable that they all need. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're a millionaire. It's that simple. Except for... You have to find a time to do it, a place to do it. You have to have the energy to do it. You have to know what you're doing. You have to have people. Then you have to go do it. Then you have to follow up on what you did. And, you know, that stuff, blah, 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 blah. That's the harder part. But I can hand you a business. It should succeed unless you blow it. Business in a box. (laughs) Turnkey business. Yeah, but do you need like a good idea or no. can it be anything? I'm going to give you the idea. Like if I was the... selling rocks, could I do it? Well, years ago in the 70s, <laughs> they did sell rocks. They did. They had a rock, what do they call it? A rock baby, a rock. <laughs> you would you would adopt Explosion. a rock, a pet rock. Now, are we talking? Oh, yeah. Okay. And see, so yes, you could sell rocks. Dang it, that was a bad example. Well, they still <laughs> they still do it across the country at gas stations, you know, all those little polished rocks yeah, and polished such. polished rocks. In fact, one of our old interns used to steal them. <laughs> We don't want to talk about that, but sad. But she eventually went back and paid the money. But it's called it's, – it's, so there's direct sell companies out there. There's more opportunities than ever. The problem with all of this, though, is the assumption is if you just had a business idea, you could make it work. Or the assumption is you could work from home because it's just going to be easy. The problem is you might have kids there. So there's issues. That's what we're talking about on the show. How do you work from home without losing your job? Or – how do you work from home and actually make it work? So if you have kids, you can still have a job at yeah. your house. Sure. 
even when they're crying and screaming in your face. Because I feel like we well, just we just part. were yeah. talking a little bit before about moms being mm-hmm. a job. So isn't that working like two jobs? That would be working two jobs or like time. 10 jobs if you think about what a mom <laughs> really does. It's like 10 things. It's true. Yeah. So but if, if she chooses also to like keep running her business or keep her job, her day job when she goes and has a child, she still might have to work from home. But just because you were good working at your office doesn't mean you'll be able to be a good employee at home. Yeah. But if you're bad at your office, could you be better at home? Maybe. (laughs) Possibly. Possibly. Because Facebook is everywhere and it's a problem. (laughs) Yeah. That's so true. That's so true. So there's problems. In in today's show, we're going to get into it. Right now, I want to talk about the myths, though. There are some myths about working from home, like it's obviously going to work. It's obviously easy. You Obviously. get you, your your budget is going to be so much easier. Your clothing budget's nothing because you could just sit there and Even wear a robe, yeah. right? Obviously, now uh, myth number one that you can can work as little as you want. You don't have to fill full time hours. See, that's a myth. That is a myth. To make any business work yeah. in your job, especially if you're working for a company that's allowing you to work at home, mm-hmm. you're going to have to put in full-time hours to get the results that you need. Well, And the business already knows the numbers. So the company that's letting you work from home, they already know what they need from you. Exactly, yeah. And you're either going to – they're basically just going to measure it, I'm assuming, on the fact that you deliver what they need. And if you can't deliver what they need, then guess what? It's not working. You'll mm-hmm. lose your job. Even if it's at home. Myth number two, um, if you work from home, you'll be able to have a better balance and have more time for personal things as opposed to work things. Okay, yeah. That is a myth. Um, statistics show that the average person who works from home usually works about 10 hours more a week than somebody who holds a regular full-time job. See, which may be why these companies like it. Yeah, maybe so. Because they they're more. like, whatever. And they don't need to pay for the office space to house these well, yeah, people. Yeah, and I think... Part of it is just, I mean, we're probably going to get into this today, but it's hard to monitor your time when you're working oh, at home. Like, yeah. I mean, even just knowing myself, I don't work at home, but like just doing homework at mm-hmm. home, who knows what time I actually spend on homework because that's with eating dinner. And, oh, yeah. Well, you plus, know, yeah, like, fi- fixing the Netflix. Yeah. I, that's important. Yeah. You can't. Well, you need. <laughs> you can't. You need to skip out on Then all of a sudden, you need a drink. You need to, you need uh, you need to go to the bathroom. Answering phone calls. Answering the phone. My if the kids come in. home, yeah, it's just like mm-hmm. never ending. Well, yeah. and also it just like blurs the line behind between home and work, you know, because they're both kind of one and the same, you know, and so it's so easy to go to one and the other. The transition is so, so easy. Well, and, and honestly, it's hard. I when I have to do when I really have to get something done. Like when I did write a book and had to get it done, I had to leave my home. I had to go far, far away to a place where I wouldn't be interrupted in the middle of the desert in 110-degree weather because so I wouldn't go out and play. And I wrote every day. But it took it literally because interruptions, I would rather play ball with my kids. Oh, definitely. I'd rather take long, 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 long naps. Yeah. Like twelve hour ones. Yeah, twelve. Which weren't they'd be like that'd be like nighttime. That's like sleeping all night. Do you sleep twelve hours at night? No, but I would <laughs> if I was supposed to be exactly. writing a book. Yes. Uh, myth number three: I will get more work done during the day at home because it's quiet with no disruptions. Which may be true if you have no nobody home. No, nobody home. No media. Yeah. No food. No. No noises. TV, no. Yeah. No dogs. If you live in a warehouse <laughs> <No neighbors>. that's empty, <laughs> an empty warehouse in the middle of in the nowhere, middle of the desert, you might. Then you can. I think it part of it is just uh, you. Home is technically a place. It's a place where you do other things. Yeah. And so I think, and work is a place where you work. Yeah. How do you so distinguish that? You get into the habit of when I'm at work, I work hard and I do my job. When I'm at home, I can goof off as I want. Mm. So it's almost like you have to delineate a space that would be yours to yeah. do work in. Yeah. See, what I found though, like it depends on your career because it, my job doesn't usually, I can office out of my home, but it doesn't. If I'm going to – if my job is – if it's speaking, I can go speak and I just I – just, all I would do is talk to the client at my home. I just call them. I might do my invoices. Mm-hmm. might do my bills, my billing. But in the end, I deliver at their place. 
That's I deliver true. wherever yeah. they need me. That makes but sense. But if, if, what if you're like a designer? You have to sit down yeah, and you, do your design yeah. work in you your Yeah, you have home. to sit at some point. You oh. sit down and get it done. See, that's harder. It's a good point. Yeah. Miss number four, I'll have more money because I won't have as many taxes coming out of my paycheck. There's huge truth there. Oh, really? <laughs> are you, are you uh, currently <laughs> Well, because you can write wanted. so much off. You can write off. It's true, but you so do have to things. place self-employment tax yeah. if you're doing that. You also have to know what you're doing. Yep. Because you can That's get true. in really big trouble. Yeah, that would scare me. Taxes yeah. scare me in yeah, general. When you're in self-employed, that can be really difficult because usually when you're used to getting a paycheck, especially if you've done that for the majority of your life, um, been employed by somebody else, is that you get a net um, yeah. um, salary. Yeah. You know yeah. what you get on the on yeah. the paycheck I don't is what ever you get. Have to worry about sending in a tax check. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So See. if you're self-employed, then you have to worry because you're getting gross, and yeah. so you have to pay that tax. It's hard. I had to once pay state or, or state taxes in like 25 states because Ooh. in a year I spoke in 25 different states. Ouch. Work that out. That's confusing. That sounds like then you're that's paying your accountant so yeah. much per state. <laughs> It was a nightmare. Uh, and then if you haven't saved your money, all of a sudden you owe money and then you're in trouble. Okay, so yeah. th- this is home business. Those yeah. are the myths. Well, there's one more myth. What? Um, that I feel like should be mentioned. Your house will be cleaner if you work at home because you'll spend more time at home. Well, and maybe that's true if your job is you're a maid. <laughs> exactly. But that's Otherwise, not normally true. everything will get spread from corner to corner. Well, like think of that. What does your workspace look like? Oh, I know. And what don't you love being, going away from your home to go work? Uh, yeah. Like that separation. I have a three-minute drive to my office. It is the greatest thing in the world. And when I need space, I can go to my office. No one visits me there. My kids, that's three minutes too far. <laughs> they won't get in their car and drive three minutes. I could. Far. Well, yeah, but then it would be like 30 minutes. Uh, you could ride your bike. And the, the, then I would sweat. The same is true vice versa, though. I mean, I just love the feeling, too, the knowing that you can go home from work, you know? It's just like, oh, this can end, and I can go home. I can leave this, like, if I'm... But see, what do you do when you're working at home? I guess you just move from your table to your couch. Maybe so. Turn on the TV. But see, that's really a three-second walk. (laughs) Three seconds too far. (laughs) It might be. I've seen many a marriage destroyed with the person working at home. I don't usually suggest we work from home if we're married because it's hard to have your partner there all day long. All day long. Anytime they want to, they can come interrupt. So, Merritt, what's the answer? You've been so, you've been researching. You've been I have investigating. been researching. And you know what? The answer is that we've just made working at home sound incredibly hard. But the fact of the matter is that working at home is becoming an enormously popular choice. Totally. I think pe- num- the number of people who worked from home increased about, I think it was 70% oh, did over it really? a 10-year period. It. Yeah. It's just, that's the kind of things that I would just read another one that in the year of 2010, it raised 60% of the number of people who worked at home. It's just, it's, it's becoming up. more and more popular. popular. So maybe it's just something that we need to learn to deal with yeah. more and, get, and gain the skills, gain the tools. Exactly. That's what we want to do um, on the show. One more statistic to throw out. Yeah. Um, 53% of workers said that they would rather work at home than receive a 10% raise. Really? Yeah. See, but I wonder it's, if it's because they're buying into the myths that they, they think might it's going to yeah. be different. And But see, honestly, some people are just that driven. If it's some true. people, ver- some people ver- can... If they're driven, let them, dr- let them go. Yeah, true. I'm so, not. I have a few things, though. So yeah. we made it sound really hard. But here's just a kickstart for the rest of the show. Okay. Things we can do, and this is not only to just be more effective at your home business, right. but just to be effective organizing your life By the general. way, I've tried to do my radio show at home. Nobody listens. Yeah, that would be Not one person listened. I didn't get like a caller. Microphone or... No, I didn't have a microphone. Yeah. But I did the whole show. Well, that was nice. We were panicking. But... Yeah, that was sad. <laughs> Okay, ready? Okay, let's hear them. Number one, wake up early. Oh, yeah. You can't sleep in, even if you're working at home. You're more effective. You got to be in your office by 8 o'clock, same time. Make make it like Like a job. Like it. Here's another one put on actual clothes. Really? Yeah. I totally understand that one. Doesn't that depend on your job? Um, No, because here's the thing Mm. say you're 
spending a Saturday at home, Matt, and you have put on your sweatpants mm-hmm. and you've been just hanging out and my muscle tea, right? Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to go out and work in the yard if you've been in your sweats? Or I would be more likely to work in the yard if I was wearing sweats. If you were wearing sweats? I mean, versus if I was. What if you had a bunch of like errands to go around? Yeah. No, I wouldn't wear that. Yeah. So, so so in order to get yourself motivated to go to errands, you'd have to put some jeans on and a real shirt. Yeah. Don't you think it's just like, let's get the day started? We're just going to get going. Exactly. You're act and I, like you're I experience working. this every weekend where I'm like, I need to work on homework. And then I just stay in my PJs because it's Saturday. Yeah. Oh, sure. And I didn't wake up until 10 anyway. watching. Right. Yeah. And then about noon, I'm like, oh, wait, never mind. Yeah. I can't actually do I like that rule. I have get up early. Yeah. Get your clothes on. Get going. Number three, don't work where you sleep. Oh, this yeah. This you up. No, don't do that. And it's bad sleep for your is, neck. Your bed is for sleep. Yeah. Your have a little office, office space. You got to have a space for work. Good. Delineate that. Like that. Number four, make a schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like any other normal thing. And you know what? Give Tell everybody your schedule. Give though. yourself breaks. Yeah. yeah. Dad's. Sorry, Dad's working. If the door's shut and yeah. there's music playing and that Netflix is going, Dad's working. Mm-hmm. Um, work out. What? Yeah, go huh? work out. What do you Are mean? you like work out like physically? Yes. Okay. That is a great way to kind of reboost your brain. So you work and, and then you go work out yeah. and then you go back to work. And one advantage of working at home, you can schedule that workout any That's time true. during the day That's you totally want. That's totally true. So. But you can't be working out like when you're getting calls from clients. No. So you'll have to schedule it. That's yeah. part of making a schedule. Like but, so this there's some things to start okay. us out. Yeah. There you go. By the way, that, that's a start on anything. If you're writing a book, if you're just getting a project done, get up, get scheduled. You know, giving you the tools. That's the goal of the show, to give you the solutions, the ideas. Today we're talking home business organization. We're going to give you a chance to actually make working at home a viable option. I mean, we got guys driving truck right now listening to the show. They're working out of their truck, for heaven's sakes. If they can work out of a truck, you can work out of your home. We'll be right back, giving you more tools and a leg up on this crazy thing called home business. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143. Welcome back, everybody. To the Matt Townsend Show. Hey, Dr. Matt Townsend here. Today we're talking about uh, running a home business, how to organize it, how to get things straight. That's the topic of the day. But before we get uh, too much deeper into the uh, the home business organization and until we bring in the expert, we've got what we're going to call a an expert light joining us now. Light Jessica <laughs> Littlefield. I am a heavyweight. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Jessica Littlefield is the the newest married member of our staff. Yeah, I joined the crew. You joined Feels the good. crew. Congratulations! I really do feel like there's like a different. It used to be Jessica Black. There's a door I went through. Jessica Littlefield. Yep. How is Jerry? What's his name? Dallin. Dallin. Close though. How's uh, how is it going? Are you good. guys still together? Yes. You guys? Do you find love? Yes. Like, do you sit there and look at each other still like, oh, man, we are so married. Yes. You say that? Yeah. He's, yeah he, he actually does say those word Honestly, for word. This is the Lots. greatest. This is the greatest time of all marriage. Ah. This is the time. You're experiencing good. the time, the moment, the love fest. I call How long it. does this last? Because it really is great. It'll, you'll get six weeks. You'll easily get six weeks out of this. Then, that seems short yeah, to me. Yeah, no, not really. Not even two months. Uh, you'll get The research actually shows that you have a higher level of chemistry for about six months to two years. And then what? <laughs> well, then it just hits the fan. Okay. And then all of a sudden you're left to Claws just... come out. Yeah, and then it's just... See, I call that the yearning stage. So you're in the yearning stage. You're yearning. For what? Just love. It's high chemistry that you just yearn. For. Ooh, you're so cute. I could just kiss you. That's what it sounds like. But eventually you have to then earn the love. See, then earn. See, at first it's free because he's just cute. He's just cute. Uh-huh. I mean, even when he does something crazy, like right now at your house, <laughs> him like like throwing stuff on the floor is still cute. Like, oh, that's funny. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you pick up your stuff, you cutie patootie. That's what it sounds like. There, you know, but fast forward two years, you're going to be like, not cute. 
Pick it up. Not cute. Not cute. <laughs> Don't pick it up with your foot because he's going to think that's cute. Watch me pick it up with my foot. And you're like, no, not even cute anymore. Pick your junk up. Uh-huh. Anyway, not to scare you, but that's great. It's called that's when we earn it. Then, then you have to start earning the love. But while you're still yearning, enjoy it. I am enjoying it. This is honestly, this is the greatest time. I, I believe marriage. it. I'm super happy. Um, you're doing a segment here, though, that some may have heard of this term called life hacks. Mm-hmm. For example, did you know, you may not know this, did you know, Jessica Littlefield, that cornstarch will untangle any knot? Did you know that? I did, actually. I think I wrote that paper yeah, for you that right you there. just read off. You also said, welcome to the world of life hacks, putting the phrase, ain't nobody got time for that in action. Right. That's what a life hack is? Yeah. So it's like basically making your life way easier. And there's a ton of them. So if somebody's starting a business, they should learn a bunch of life hacks. Yeah. Well, I, I just figured if they're at home, they're busy now. Yeah. There's a lot of good shortcuts that okay. they can take. Let's have some. Okay. Let's I get into I love shortcuts. Yeah. Everybody does because life's easier. Okay. I told, I told you about... Um, I forgot what it was. Was it aspirin? Yeah. No, but you told me before. Nobody on the air knows this. Yeah. What so about I, aspirin? I liked this one. You just take aspirin because it thins your blood, supposedly, right? So these people take aspirin <laughs> because, you know, that way they don't have a stroke. Okay. That's why we take aspirin. Yeah, but you can also... Oh, what? There's other uses. If you crush it up uh-huh. and mix it with water and put it on a wart, it will get rid of the wart. That's for Hold all on. of you out there. So you crush aspirin, put it on your wart, and it's wart be gone. It's gone. Mm-hmm. Wart gone. Well, see, okay, there's also, like, another side of life hacks that, like, people like to talk about them, but they don't know if it's true. And oh, so no, some folklorish. Right. So I can't, like, I don't want people calling our show tomorrow and being <laughs> like, tried all of those, none of them work. So it could be what we call bear wart remover. We're going to say all of them are true, though. Okay. That Let's say true. all are true. I mean, a lot of people just go get wart remover, but it's expensive. Go get four aspirin, crush it, put it on your wart. Yes. That's great. And if you do try it, email us. Let email us know. Let us know. Okay, so here's another one. Yeah. When a price at Costco ends in 97 cents, it's its clearance price, and that's the lowest it'll ever go. Wow. So if you're a Costco shopper, if the price has 97 cents, that's the bottom line. That's as low as it'll go. Yeah, so, so don't wait. Don't wait. Buy now. Yeah. It's good to know. If you're 97. A Cos- 97, cents. remember that's that. That's a good Costco yeah. number. All right, this one I like. Get the Wi-Fi password to almost anywhere by checking the comments on Foursquare. Although I thought about this one and I was like, um, wouldn't you need, well, I'm pretty sure it's a like website, but then I was like, but you need internet to do that. So that was kind of, but so if you're going somewhere, you can get the passwords by just checking Foursquare. Yeah. So plan ahead. So it's just a, it's an efficient, effective way to steal Wi-Fi from places where you're going, Mm -hmm. Uh, which is, I guess what we're supposed to be. I don't have an iPhone. So that one like is big for me. That's right. Okay. Um, this one's a fun one. If you're going to the zoo, wear the same color as the employees do, and the animals will come to you. Really? Yeah, because they're used to that color in okay. the food. I guess, too, the Isn't tigers. That... So if the tiger's out, Maybe the tiger not dogs, won't eat you. Because dogs are colorblind. Everyone but the dogs will come to you. <laughs> okay. All right. That was a good one, right? That's a great one. Who would even think of that? I don't know. Someone did. I don't know. Get a splinter. Do you have a splinter? I do have a Okay, we'll pour some a small amount of white glue on the area, let it dry, and then peel it off, and the splinter will come out. That doesn't seem right. That's a good quick fix for stay-at-home moms. The, like your kids come in the room yeah. and they're like, ow, and you're like, ah, glue, bye. <laughs> okay, that, that actually, I could see how that would work. It also just seems a little too simple. Yeah, you don't need to jam yeah. a knife in your no. finger anymore. Right. Glue will, glue will get glue it out. the way. Right. Cool. Oh, I liked this one. They said, um, paint your phone with a little bit of um, glow-in-the-dark nail polish, and then you'll never, like, you know at night when it's, and you're like, oh, what time is it? And now you can find it a lot easier because it's glow-in-the-dark. Really? I liked that one. No, people do that. You could do that and save you. Why don't you just put it exactly where you know where it is? That way you just, it's just right there. It's where I always leave it. It's right there. And you just reach over and you just push a button and boom, it's on. Well, maybe, or maybe it's not there anymore. And then it's glow in the dark. <laughs> but now you've got a phone, like a $500 phone with glow in the dark goo all over it. it seems like a waste. Okay, so um, next saying, one. 
Okay, give us one more. One more. One more. That went by so fast. Twice. Um, okay, this one will save us all money. When filling up your car with gas, hold the trigger halfway. You'll get more gas and less air in the tank. Really? I don't. Yeah, I'm gonna say yes. I like that. <laughs> I'm, I'll believe it. I haven't done it, but half, I, I'm gonna say it's caught. true. When you're filling up your tank, half the half the pull. Hopefully, that saves us all and time. It's half the air. Wow, life hacks. There's from a million of, more too. From one of the greatest hacks we've got on the show, <laughs> Jessica Littlefield. Thank you. That was awesome. You're welcome. Have a good day, everybody. Good job. (laughs) More ideas uh, when we come back. We're going to continue our discussion about a home business organization. How do you organize your home and your business? How do you bring it all together? And, And, you know, still have hope that you can make some money at all of this. This is the Matt Townsend Show. We'll be right back. You're listening to us right here on BYU Radio. everybody to the Matt Townsend show. Dr. Matt Townsend here today. We are talking about home businesses and how you get the best bang for your buck when it comes to running your home business. You know, there's a lot of opportunities out there. There's so many uh, consulting practices you can start now. There's a lot of direct sell companies, multi-level marketing companies, all of these people, plus your own, you know, your own company you've been working with for years. They're now offering more opportunities for you to work from home. It's, it seems like a smart move because there's so many things, there's so many benefits um, th- that we can, we can obtain by working from home. However, a lot of us don't know, we don't sometimes have the discipline we need. We don't have the workspace that we need. Everything's not set up to succeed. And so on the show today, we wanted to give you a chance, a tool, a way maybe to, to set up your home. So if you're really serious about uh, about being organized and getting a business to run out of your home, we wanted to bring in an expert on that. Her name is Vicki Winterton. She's a professional organizer. She started her professional organizing business, Organizing Mind Over Matter, in 2006. And uh, she's basically a pro at taking a room filled with nothing but chaos and creating a space that's got order and peace in it. She's a successful speaker and creator of Absolute Best Organizing Solutions. Those are guidebooks. Uh, By the way, you can check out her website, www.organize-utah.com, organize-utah.com. And today we're going to give you some other tools and some places you can go on that website to get everything that she's going to teach today. Vicki, welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. Thank you, Matt. Thanks for being here. I, it's a pleasure. You made it. I did. Well, and um, I mean, you you guys, I, I know a little bit about how your business works. And it's the thing is, is it's kind of a, it's a personal consulting practice. There's a lot of people out there running just small little firms, aren't there? Many, many. And in, in a way, it's, it's super nice because you're free in a way that you can't be free otherwise. You're not tied down to having to rent space. You got your house. Very true. Problem. You got your house. Right. And your family. And your family. <laughs> and all the interruptions. So when you think about it, Vicki, to me, one of the things we wanted to really get into was the time. How do I, if I'm trying to start a business or run a business or run my job out of my house, time seems to be one of the biggest impediments. How do I keep my time, my, my business time, my business time, my family time, my family time? Well, that's a really great question. And there are a few things, Matt, that you need to understand before you can really manage those well. That's, oh, great. The first is that it takes time to yeah. manage time. Oh, see, and I don't have time. That's what they always say. I, I, mean, I would like to learn all the things, but I just don't have time to do it. Yeah. But that's it. Huh? It's actually, you have to focus and make some time to go figure out how you're going to manage your time. And initially, that takes a little bit of time, um, more than we think. 
But once we become pretty good at it, and that only takes a week or two of practice, once we become pretty good, you can learn to manage your time with a planning session that takes about 10 minutes a week is all. See, because let's be real. You're not going to create more time. You've got your 24 hours, right? That's right. You're not going to buy the machine. You're not going to go get a planner, and all of a sudden, you're going to have all this more time. You still will have 24 hours a day. Right. Seven days a week. Um, but what you're saying is if you'll invest some time to create, I guess, systems, is that what it is? Like create a process so that you can keep your time? Is that what you mean by that? Like what what's the what do we need to do ahead of time that would help us spend our time better? Well, the most important thing that work from home individuals can do is to prioritize their projects. And that takes a little bit of time initially to figure out highest priorities. But once you've done that for a week or two, it only takes 10 minutes a week to prioritize those. And then you're ready to move forward. Well, and it's, yeah, because not all projects are the same. No. Because some projects pay. And some don't. And some pay more and some pay less and some have deadlines. So we have to prioritize. How do we how do we how do you suggest we go about the prioritization of that? Great question. I believe in simplicity whenever we can reach it. So what I suggest to my clients is this. My work from home clients need to break their day into four time categories. One is the morning. Okay. The next is the early afternoon. Following that is the late afternoon. And finally, the evening time period. Why are we breaking the times down? I mean... It's, I mean, I guess that's it's, they're almost broken just naturally, aren't they? Morning, they are. afternoon, early, early afternoon, evening, early afternoon, late afternoon, yeah. and evening. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we're doing that, I guess, to, to see that it's not all one big time chunk. That's exactly right. And what I suggest to them once it's broken into those four different time periods is that they set beginning and ending work times okay. so that they know, okay, I'll work from this period to this period within that time category, one of those four time categories, or I will not work at all. And I suggest to them often that the evening be the time that they take for family and hmm. self and enjoyment. And actually putting that on the calendar probably, huh? Absolutely. It goes right into the schedule. Yep. That's great. because It's a choice. You're making the choice. On a daily basis, mm-hmm. that choice is made. Now, that decision should be made the afternoon before. Yeah. Then it can be altered a little bit the right. next morning. But you come into work, you you enter that office ready to work that next morning, so knowing like exactly. You set that up the night before the when you're ending your last work the day before session. Right. You set up when I'm going to come in. Right. When I'm going to check out. I guess that's great because if if I need to, if I have a project that's that's due and I need some extra nighttime, I could maybe not work in the morning, but work at night. And I could schedule that in depending that's on... That's the benefit of work from great. home. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, so they do that. And then I recommend to them that one of their projects, one of their main projects, be the way they begin each of those time segments. Okay, the first thing they do in each of those times. First thing they do, they're possible. going to get into one of their prioritized projects. Absolutely. So pro- project one, you would suggest put it in. If it if if you work in the mornings, that's one of the first things you're going to work on when you get in there in the morning. Absolutely. That's great. And spend an hour on it if you can, and then you can move to the other things yeah. that might need to be done. Isn't it though? It seems like what we do is the minute it gets difficult, we kind of reprioritize. Yes. And then we go pick the fifth priority yes. that's easier and more fun and we throw that in or we'll like like we just we we invent a priority like I'm going to go check my email. Yes. <laughs> and then we go check our email instead of jumping on that big number 1, huh? That's, Absolutely. That's why I haven't written a book. <laughs> and often the things that happen to us seem to be urgent but are not important. Mm, so no. if we will schedule that hour for that important thing, yeah. it will more, most often get done. But you have to, that's why having spent the time ahead of time figuring out what's the important project. Right. It's, it's funny. We're, we, uh, we really fake ourselves out, don't we? 
Like well, we, we think we we're, do. <laughs> and we could work all day just pushing papers around and still only work on project four, five, and six and not touch one, two, three, four. And you know what? That This is the main difference that my work-from-home clients learn concerning time management is that that number one priority in each of those time segments makes a huge difference in that. what they're able to accomplish. I guess, too, you need to know how you work. I mean, I actually work a little bit better later in the evening. Like 9, 10, 11, my brain is kind of on fire. Is it? Yeah, but at 7 in the morning, no such thing. Okay. It's frozen. Well, that's good that you know that. Yeah. So I probably ought to schedule my time that way to the degree that I could. That's kind of how I work. Absolutely. Hmm. Man, I'm doing it all backwards. Because <laughs> what you do is you, you just grab the free time that you have, but you're saying, no, go – Chunk it, find a chunk, and put the number one priority you can in there, the highest priority. That's it. That, that makes the greatest difference. And in at least go an hour, clients. you say. At least an hour. And usually an hour is enough. Yeah. It makes great progression on mm-hmm. that number one project in that time period. Love it. Great. What else? What else? What do we do then? Well, this this is not a then. This is something that needs to be understood. I was watching the Today Show mm-hmm. a, a while ago, and I saw an author on that show. It was Peter Bergman. Mm. He's a Forbes contributor often. Yeah. And he had such an insightful idea that I got his book, I read about it, and I am a firm believer in this concept. What and this did is you it. learn? He believes, and so do I now, that there are only three time management problems. Only three. Hmm. And these are they. The first one is that we are working inefficiently. Now, what we've just talked about deals with that issue. The second time problem is that there actually is too much to do. We've got, we're just, we're swamped. Swamped, uh uh-huh, and overwhelmed. And the third time problem is that there's too little time to complete the work. So deadlines are too close to one another. Hmm. So that's interesting. It's, so it seems like it's either our efficiencies, it's our ability, I mean, there's too much to do, or it's the time. It's your, uh, but which are all choices of ours. Right. I mean, these are things we're doing or I mean, they're 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 expectations we should set better. Like, you know what? That's that time frame. I can't do it. That's right. And that's why prioritizing is so Mm. important. It really is the key in making a work from home business work. And as you started this segment of your show, the way we need to decide that is to decide where we're getting the money from. Because yeah. the reason a work-from-home well, job is a work right. job. Right. And we need to decide what brings in the money and make those things our priorities. Well, see, and then it gets complicated because it's like, okay, I need business cards. Mm-hmm. So I guess I, so if I'm going to do the business card, I've got to order the card. But then I also have to design the card. Mm-hmm. So then I have to order, design, da, 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 all these things, 20 things, and I need the card to make the money. Except I already have a client that will pay me money. Mm-hmm. So do I work on my cards or do I work on the client's business that would pay me money? Oh, but then – oh, but I want the cards because when I – isn't it funny? And it, that's where it gets complicated, huh? That is where it gets complicated. Especially if I'd rather do the card than the business for yes, the client. Yes, And sometimes doing the card is more important. Yeah. But usually working with the paying client mm-hmm. is where you're going to build your business. Yeah. Now, I don't mean you shouldn't market. Right. You need to promote, you need to market, but but you do that as you work around what is bringing in the money. Love it. We're gonna um, we're talking with Vicki Winterton, and she's teaching us. She's from uh, organize-utah.com. Everything that all these points she's giving us. If you go to her website, organize-utah spelled out dot com forward slash efficient hyphen business hyphen practices. Efficient hyphen business hyphen practices. You can get all the notes she's talking about right now. All the points. So just go to her website, organize-utah.com. We're going to be back with Vicki Winterton. More tools, more ideas, giving you a leg up and making your home business work and uh, maybe just life in general. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on Sirius XM 143, BYU Radio.
Welcome back, friends, to the Matt Townsend Show. Hey, today we are talking about your home business, right? A lot of people are starting to work from home. Some are trying to start new businesses. Some really just are trying to, yeah, you almost have to now, uh, be willing to do more and more work from home. We have a professional organizer who's joining us right now. Vicki Winterton is here, and she's teaching us how to organize our lives, our time, our spaces, at home to to make sure we can leverage the opportunity of working at home. We want to be able to keep doing it, right? Vicki Winterton started her own professional organizing business, Organizing Mind Over Matter, in 2006. She's a successful speaker and uh, is the creator of Absolute Best Organizing Solutions Guidebooks. Um, You can find more information about her at organize-utah.com. Vicki, thanks again for being here. Happy to be here. Tons of good stuff. Now, you've talked about organizing time. One question I have, though, you know, sometimes it seems like if you don't have enough time, it might be time to, like, delegate. Like, get like maybe I don't need to do my business cards. Maybe I ought to work on the client's business and hire somebody, even if it's costing me, to get my cards done. Absolutely. Don't you think? Sometimes. Yeah. Yes. How do you know? I mean, how do you determine... I guess it's a financial decision, really. But half the time, I'd rather not spend the money. And I, I'll, I'm i creative, and I almost know how to do it. Really, no. Well, here's the deal, Matt. We have either a little more time or a little more money. Mm. And we need to make that decision as we begin our work from home business. So yeah. we have a little more time or a little more money. And whichever we have a little more is what we should spend. That's interesting. And mm-hmm. honestly, it might be worth having a little more time because you could maybe make more money mm-hmm. with your time. Absolutely. But if you're sitting there trying to read a book manual for how to design a business card, mm-hmm. maybe that's it's a whole learning process. Efficient. It is, yeah. totally. And in fact, when I talk to my clients about when to delegate, yeah. I talk to them about my three D's, and the D's stand for this. (laughs) The first one is to delegate. Hand it over. Number two is to delete. Sometimes those things that we think are important projects are not and should not even be tackled at all. Time waster. Yeah. Yep. And the third D is to downsize. Often we think everything is important mm-hmm. when in fact there are really only a few things that are of greatest importance and the other things can be downsized greatly. Yeah. You can kind of offload some of this stuff. Right. You don't need to go to everything, be to everything, receive every email, check every mail, pay every – I mean everything doesn't have to be done this second. Cool. Absolutely right. Okay. So so that's our time. We've, you've helped us manage our time. Either de- delegating, deleting, downsizing. What about the space? It seems like where I work in my home matters a lot. The space I work in, even if I have a space. Yes. We talked earlier that you probably ought not be running your home business from your bed. <laughs> Good idea. You know what I mean? Just if you want it to work. <laughs> Call that's me old-fashioned. Right. <laughs> so how do we do it? How do we manage and create, organize the space? What should that space look like? Ideally, you'll want that space to be as removed from family as you can get it. So if you can close yourself off, even in a little closet space, I have some clients that have put their desk Mm. and a board, a bulletin board inside a closet, put a chair in there, and that becomes their workspace. If you can hang a working and not working sign on the door so that the kids know, okay, mom's working, and then let the kids know, I will be done with this project when this timer goes off and then you and I will do such and such. That's great. I worked part-time all the time that my kids were growing up because I loved working. Yeah. And so I let my kids know I am working right now. You are my most important thing in life, Mm -hmm. but I am working right now. And when I finish, then I get to spend time with you, my most important thing in life. Think of that. That's a, that's a really valuable lesson that, um, that you can do both, that you can be disciplined in your work, 
get stuff done, and that I'll be there. And I'll come talk to you. We'll hang out. We'll do our thing. Right. And we'll have that as long as the timer goes. And then mom's going to go back and finish this one project. And, I mean, what a valuable lesson to teach your kids that you can do that. Absolutely. It's something they'll need to know yeah. for the rest I mean, of their life. I mean, imagine. This is probably going more and more towards home everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Powerful. So one thing I guess you're saying, remove yourself. Part of that is for their benefit so that, you know, the kids can't aren't thinking they can always come be a part of your life. Right. In the middle of your business meeting. Right. And also for your your sake so you can focus. Does it matter what kind of space? I mean, you'd think you'd want feng shui, perfect energy flow in the room. <laughs> But the thing that matters is the less clutter you have, the easier your mind can focus on those priorities hmm. we talked about earlier. How, so declutter, which is for some, that's like a whole different world. It is. Some are just used to clutter. And some, I guess, handle clutter a little bit better than others. Yes, but in fact, the human brain is made to to do better in order. It, mm. The human brain is naturally orderly. So even though people f- may function at a higher level than someone else in clutter, they will not function yeah. as well as they would without, without that it. clutter. I mean, imagine if every day you keep looking at a pile and you're like, I've got to get on that pile. Even that thought must distract and slow you down. Every time you see it. So it's a minute every time you see it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah. What else should the space involve? What else should it include? Okay. What else shouldn't it include? Let's talk about the inclusions. Um, if you are able to close yourself off in a room of some variety, this is what I recommend you have. I recommend that you have a primary work zone, which is typically a desk and a chair. And ideally, that desk would have some drawers to store the things that you use often so Mm. that they're within arm's reach. Yes, you're not chasing it down every day. So that's your first work zone. The second one is your daily papers zone, and that would include an inbox, a box that contains papers that require further action to be taken, Mm. and an out box. So kind of an in an actionable drawer or a box and a future box. Uh-huh. And that action uh, container can also contain hanging files. So it can be a separate little thing that contains some files. One that would say do today. Yeah. Another would be broken down in a few other segments. If someone's like a truck driver, it seems like that could all just be in a portable file. That Absolutely. could be and they could say, okay, now I'm now I'm going to go get me some more accounts. I'm going to chase down some driving and I'm going to go bid on some things. You could pull out your portable office You've got it. Right. There you go. And in today's world, many of my work from home businesses don't deal nearly as much with paper. Mm -hmm. They deal with digital information. So that very information then is stored in an inbox, something labeled an inbox on your. I guess that's just as important. Your online kind of order as your offline order. And in fact, what we do with papers, we try to mimic with the digital information hmm. so that the human mind then, yeah. when I, when my clients go to work, they know that their paper system duplicates their digital system. That's a great goal, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And then you you know you really have got one or two choices. It's either an online file or it's going to be in the offline file. That's it. That, every paper is going to go somewhere. Wow, that's good. Give us one more. We have about one more minute. Okay, one more would be your supplies zone, which would be shelving of some variety. And it would allow you to store your office supplies and other supplies necessary for you to run your business on a daily basis. Should I let, once I have my space, Mm -hmm. should that be, can that then be converted to a family space again? Like, can I go from my office and then allow my children to come in? It seems like I'm playing with fire. If I let my kids come in and start messing with my space. You can do that, oh, but it hard. is not ideal. Mm-mm. So not it might be better that we have their own space. Yes. They have their own staplers. Don't yes. come. You don't necessarily need mine. Exactly. Just to simplify your life. Absolutely. That's a good idea. Yeah. Man, where have you been? <laughs> working. Working. <laughs> working. We're talking with Vicki Winterton. We uh, are we're getting the skills, the tools to organize our lives, organize our workspace so we uh, have a clue what we're doing. So many simple ideas, basic ideas 
Again, go to her website, organize-utah.com. And if you want to get the information she's talking about today on the show, just put organize-utah.com forward slash efficient-business-practices. Efficient-business-practices. You've got all the lists right there. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. I'm your host, Dr. Matt Townsend, your life coach, your guide on the side. Welcome to the program. Today, we are talking about something I think we all need, whether it's um, just better organizing skills, you know, cleaner space, more orderly life. It's hard. You know, the, the marketers just keep sending us stuff. You know, the mail just keeps growing up and we just keep getting huge piles of Stuff we now have to sort. But guess what? You can take it over. Vicki Winterton's joining us here. She's a professional organizer. She started her professional organizing business, uh, which was called Organizing Mind Over Matter, in 2006. So she's been doing this a long time. And she can help anybody really take a room that's filled with nothing but chaos and bring in some order and some peace. She's a speaker and the creator of Absolute Best Organizing Solutions Guidebooks. Uh, wonderful tools there on her website. If you go to organize-utah.com, uh, just a great website um, where you can get information, blogs, everything you need, plus just some of her wonderful tools to use. So, uh, Vicki, again, thanks for joining us. Happy to be here. Really, uh, I th- I look at it and I think, again, none of this is – it's not groundbreaking. It, it's just It's just not natural for so many of us. Absolutely true. Is that what this is about? Yes. You're just trying to teach us something that's – a lot of us can't see. Well, and here's the issue. Those of us that are in the professional organizing efficiency training business know this, uh, this statistic. 10% of us are born naturally efficient and naturally organized. 10%. 10%. Okay. Uh-huh. And the rest of us are messed up. No, you're okay. not. No, okay. no. I am part of that 10%. It is a natural gift it's I came to Earth with. It's just what you do naturally. It is. Okay. Um, I took a lot of training, but it is a natural thing for me. So 10% come that way. Uh, the next 40% are people who can hear someone speak and go home and put those ideas. They can do it. They can do it with a good book, a good directive of some variety. Mm-hmm. Um and those are the people that do really well with products like I offer yeah. on my website. Yeah. The next 40% of individuals are people who can learn to do this, but they need to have a personal trainer. They so need, someone like a who coach. works uh-huh, yeah. or someone who works side by side with them, putting systems in place, training them with time management. Yeah. The accountability factor needs to be there, and those people are in that last 40%. Now that brings us to 90%. Yeah, there's this 10%. What what do we call them? People who really will always always struggle. Just struggle. They uh-huh. just and it, I mean and the, I mean there are people that actually their brain doesn't perform executive functioning well. They could have had right. an accident. They could have had right. a, a, a traumatic event, but they just don't executive function. They don't remember to put the paper back where it needed to go. That's right. Yeah. So those, now that doesn't mean they can't improve. No. Yeah. But it means that it will always be a struggle. Well, and so whatever category we fall into, there's solutions. Yes. And absolutely. It, yeah, even just if it's coping with the last 10%. But it's good to know if your partner's in that 10% that will never really just naturally do it or even will learn to do it. Um that I guess you then need to learn. You figure out a way, a system, a tool that you that works with you to be their advocate. Yeah, to help. Yeah, to help them uh-huh. do it. Uh huh. That's cool. and usually that is minimizing. Yeah, everything. Yeah, just get yeah minimize the impact. Downsize yeah. and minimize. Smaller, mm-hmm. smaller, smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind of have walked us through uh, the time management side of it, and then the space management. It seems like where we kind of get clogged in our system at our house is paper. It's 
we don't know what to keep. We don't know how much to keep. We don't know how long to keep. We, it all seems important because, you know, we may have won. So if, we, if we've won, if we've almost won a, a, a clearinghouse, publisher's clearinghouse <laughs> opportunity, then we don't want to get rid of that because we still might win. Or there's every coupon. Yes. And even if we don't use the coupons, we want to ca- catch the coupons. Yes. But how do we know? So how do we create a paper system and, and push it through so there's not a log jam, a paper jam? That's a really great question. And in fact, paper problems, even in this digital age, yeah. paper is even greater, a greater problem than it was 10 years ago. Really? Because now we have great little printers everywhere yeah. that print all kinds of now papers for us. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. paper is always right. an issue. And and they believe it will be for, for many years to come yeah. still. Now, it is the number one reason professional organizers are called into homes and small businesses. Really? To mm-hmm. get the, the paper flowing? Paper under control. That's cool. Yeah. 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 What and, is it? What is it? That, where, do you, where do we get stuck? What's the problem? I mean, is it just volume? The major problem is that people don't understand that it takes more than one paper system for papers to be easily managed. Hmm. And an inbox is the first of yeah. those paper systems. Yeah, you just throw it in the inbox. You just drop it in. If you yeah. don't have time to process it, right. anything that, that can't be immediately processed goes in the inbox, and then a scheduled time is set up for that inbox to be emptied. Yeah, because if you're not emptying it, then you really need an industrial strength inbox that's like has steel girders and <laughs> pulley and systems. And it's overwhelming yeah. at that point. Yeah, then you're yeah. done. So you've got to empty the inbox at least weekly. That's it makes sense, right? Absolutely. Put it in there, you'll empty it out. Put it in there, you'll empty it out. Right. But then I guess it's then you got to know what you do. Do you need to keep this paper? Then you need to do, know that. Do I need to keep a bill? If I've paid a bill and I wrote paid on it, Yes. do I still need to keep it? You know, that is such an issue for people. And I have a free answer do for you really? all of your oh, listeners, Matt. Here it is. Let's hear it. Um, in a work-from-home business or a small business, you need to create a record retention plan. And that record retention plan tells you how long you keep certain types okay. of documents. Right. Now, I've already created that You've for both a home and a small business. Oh, boy. And um, if your people yeah. w- decide that they're interested in getting notes of what you and I have talked about today, they can go to that website address, yep. Organize-Utah.com, and then they do the forward slash yeah. efficient-business-practices. Okay. That takes them to the page. If they leave a comment on that page telling me what their biggest paper problem is and asking for a solution to it, I will leave a comment with a solution, and I will send them oh, a great. record retention guide. So all they have to do is go to the website. Uh, organize-utah.com forward slash efficient-business-practices. Right. Leave a note with a, with a question about how to move paper. And or what any I question want to know it. is what their biggest problem oh, is. What's their paper. biggest problem? And I'll answer their problems. And that you'll send them the paper organizer. Yes, because they have to enter their email. Now, their email is not posted. It's not there for anybody but right. me to see. That's but great. I will send them that one-page document that tells them exactly how long to keep Love anything it. they have a question about. Well, that's easy. Yep. And they'll get answers. They'll get answers. So, I mean, because really, we we now have people that are paying bills online, yet they're backloaded with all the bills. Right. So now they're trying to file bills they've already paid online. Right. That is like messed up. Yeah. We are, I guess we just don't know the system. Well, you just don't have a system that works and you don't understand how long to keep what. That's great. Yeah. Well, and especially if, I mean, I imagine some of these people that, that only maybe go home twice a month, three times a month that might be out there driving on the road and you must have 20 bills. You must have 20, 30 things they have to go through every time they get back. Of course. And that's so overwhelming, especially if you don't have the system right. or a multiple tiered system, right. the inbox and then the time and then the filing. Right. And in fact, there are five 
typical paper systems that need to be in place. Many of them are simple systems. A file cabinet system is really simple if you have the one-page document that tells you exactly which folders you need. Then it's simple. Without that, it's 100 hours of intensive research. (laughs) And so so they'll want to go and find that that option on my website. Well, and especially get it, get it, save yourself a hundred hours, A, but then they can email you a question. It's not like you're not, That's it. you'll be there. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Then um, I assume we need to shred. I assume we need garbage. Yes. And some things we don't have to open. If you can know it's just a junk, toss Then it. toss it immediately. Yeah, but what if it says... Essential information on your mortgage. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I don't want to throw away the essential information. And nobody but you can make that decision. I better look. if your time is valuable and if you know from past experience that nothing is going to come from those coupons or whatever else arrives, get rid of them immediately. Hmm. Wow, you're gutsy. I am. You're right. You're you're, you're living on the edge. Um, talk about your inbox, uh, and I guess I mean more of the online stuff too. You you were saying earlier we really want to try to make sure our online files parallel our offline our offline files. Yes. So do, a document is a document, whether it's digital or whether it's paper, and we do want to make sure that those are are similar. So. What we would do with the box that I talked about called an action file, it's a tickler box, Um, on my website, in my store, it's called the No More More Paper Piles Hmm. Packet. And that instance contains the stuff that we need to follow up on. So if we have a little box like that for our papers, our email needs to mimic that box so that we then know I will follow up on this. It drops in this folder and it will be followed up on on this given date and nothing slips between the cracks. So you literally would take the email out of your traditional email and have a folder that would be like the tickler file and you'd throw it in No, it's part of the traditional. I set up a folder that mimics the other, the paper one, right in the email program. And and this is as simple as just learning how to do it. I mean, That's it. You don't have to have somebody sitting next to you. I mean, I guess unless you can't perform these functions, like if you've tried it and it's not, I don't get it, then maybe we need to have you sitting next to them. Other right. than that, just going to your website and finding some of these solutions. 50% of Americans can do it on their own. Yeah. Um, what, what have you seen? I mean, I know you've probably walked into some serious messes. Yes. And what do you see happens when even just the average mess of a home business, what happens, what do you see the changes when all of a sudden it's organized? What, what do you see happening to the person? What's the impact? That's a really good question. And in fact, there are a number of benefits that come about because this individual is organized with papers, with data, with time, whatever. One of the main benefits is that organized people accomplish more. That's just all there is to it. Yeah. They get stuff done. It's a huge deal. And if you can gain – there's a statistic used by the National Association of Professional Organizers. It was a study done in Boston in business offices, and they found after watching business executives that those executives wasted 55 minutes a day – Looking for items they knew were somewhere, but didn't know exactly where they were, whether it was looking on the computer or looking in physical space. But that is six weeks a year that we throw away because we are not organized. So that's crazy. If you work an eight-hour day, a nine-hour day, you're losing a lot of time. Yeah. That's crazy. That's a big deal. I mean, that's just 10 15% efficiency. You could... You could just organize. Absolutely. Hmm. Another benefit is that we talked about how the brain likes order and it just literally an orderly space, an orderly computer, an orderly inbox, orderly orderly folders. Yes. All of that. It just makes us happier. Oh, and just 
to know you don't have to think of that ever again. It frees the mind. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So those are the big benefits I see in small businesses that I work with. And you've seen in human life that it probably saves marriages. It probably saves jobs. Absolutely. Probably gets better results. In fact, I have a college intern interning with me right now, and his major is family sciences. He plans to be a family therapist, hmm. much yeah. like you. I'll tell him not to. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. And um, he just wrote an article for the local newspaper about how cluttered spaces hmm. often equals poor relationships. Yeah. No, I yeah. believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Donuts, too. If you see a lot of donuts in a house, someone's compensating. That is, uh, Vicki, it's just great stuff. And again, um, this isn't, there's a certain percentage of people that just get it naturally. 10%. 50, 40% can learn pretty easily if they just have a little guide on correct, the side. Correct, correct. 40% need a little coaching. Yes. Need, not a little. A 40% lot of need to work with someone that can do as it. a mentor that really can quickly and easily help yeah. them learn how yeah. to do it. And then the 10%, uh, it's always going to be an issue. It's gonna, they're gonna but that's only 10%. Well, and honestly, if that if it's good to know. Yeah. And if you're if you're in that, then be real. Let's create systems and Absolutely. even even reminding. I mean, people a lot of people will do anything if they can just be reminded. Yeah. It's just but maybe don't get don't continually get frustrated by it. Right. Right. Learn, learn, learn. Okay, Vicky, good stuff. Again, go to Vicky's website, um, utah.com organize-utah.com forward slash efficient dash business dash practices. And then if you go there and write down, just write her a note, send her a message. What is your biggest paper problem that you're struggling with, uh, with, you know, paper management? She'll send you this form this this uh one page one page system for mm-hmm. what what you should keep how long you should keep it what you don't need to worry about and that means that you're going to be able to throw away a lot more stuff mm. i love throwing stuff away even if i was supposed to keep it i like throwing it away so do i and then i'm like where did that go <laughs> then you just call and you get it again um good stuff vicky thanks for joining us Thank you, Matt. So appreciate it. Pleasure and to be here. Really, I hope people take advantage of that. And just go check out her organizing store. She's got a million different tools there as well to help you basically with every kind of organization uh, issue you may run into. We're going to take a break. We're coming back. Uh, we're going to continue talking about home businesses, you know, how to not let your life be taken over by it. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on Sirius XM 143.